0: Trump is going to get reelected in 2020. <sighs> I've been saying this since they started talking about impeachment two years ago. And you heard what I'm saying. Since the day he took office, they've been talking about impeachment. And now I feel like I always feel I have to give the the disclaimer that I'm not a supporter of Trump. I did not vote for Trump, and I will not vote for Trump the next time.
1: And I also did not vote and will not vote.
0: And it's ridic- it's ridiculous because well you can't exactly so, and people know that so really was no reason to give that disclaimer. But the point here is, I said it a while back, and now what are they saying? All of the approval ratings for him are going up, and the approval ratings for the leaders on the Democrat Party are going down.
1: Well, and also, did you listen to that thing earlier that says that they see an a poll and the approval rating for the impeachment in general is going down?
0: Yes. And that's and because lot. and that's because of the games that they're playing. You know, now she doesn't want to turn over the articles to the Senate until the Senate agrees with her way of doing things. She doesn't have that authority. The Constitution gives the House the authority to do the impeachment and the Senate the authority to try and remove the president. And she doesn't she's not a senator, so she doesn't get a say. Nancy Pelosi is the she I'm speaking of. She doesn't get a say in how the Senate operates and how it, uh, and what they do or do not do. That's, that's not for her to be involved with, and yet she's trying to play some political game and basically claim that um, – the claim would be that she impeached him so that the American public would think, oh, look, he's so awful, but never goes through with the trial part of it. Because if she never sends the paperwork to the Senate, they can never have a trial. And if they don't have a trial, he can't be exonerated.
1: So – The news, whatever crap you were watching, was saying that she could just never turn in the articles of impeachment and just hold the impeachment hearing over his head until the end of time. Correct. Why is that allowed?
0: I think that at some point the Senate could just go, okay, well, we saw that you did this and we're going to just vote to dismiss the whole thing
1: so you think the senate is going to go ahead and not need the articles
0: at some point that's what i think is going to happen
1: well yeah because it seems like bullshit like he could get it's almost 2020 i mean there's not very many days left in the year he could get re-elected at the end of 2020 and then they could impeach him like four days later exactly. after there's another election and maybe the senate would be fil- filled with democrats and I think it would be inappro- it's inappropriate for her to do that.
0: Well, but see, they're guaranteeing that that's not going to happen, though. By I know. playing the game. No, I playing. totally
1: get it. But is that what she's hoping for? That to hold it over his head until after? Who knows
0: what she's hoping for? Because she hasn't said what she's hoping for. So we don't know what she's hoping for. She hasn't said. She's just strictly saying she's not turning it over until she knows how they're going to conduct the trial. Again, not her business. That would be like the district attorney saying, look, I know... That this guy committed fraud and it's a criminal offense and I'm willing to press charges. But first, I want to make sure that the judge is willing to call witnesses that normally he wouldn't allow. That's basically what she's asking for. See, what you probably haven't been paying attention to is that they want to call extra witnesses in the Senate hearing that were not called during the House hearings. Now think about this.
1: That seems inappropriate.
0: Essentially what you have here is a grand jury situation with a trial. The grand jury situation is where the the House went through and had hearings to find out whether there was enough evidence to say yes we need to try him. And then the Senate conducts the trial. So if, if you only call six witnesses and then you decide that there's enough evidence to call someone guilty of whatever then why do you need to call more witnesses later
1: i'm gonna make myself sound a little bit stupid for a second but it's probably just a i've never been involved with the legal system and don't know what the heck you're talking about i don't know what a grand jury is in i know what like a trial jury is but i don't know what the heck you're talking
0: about okay well a grand jury you know there's one in every uh, every county has a grand jury and what the grand jury does is if if they're not sure that there's enough evidence to hold someone over for trial, they'll present it to the grand jury. And the grand jury is all done in secret. It's not an open thing. And they present their evidence to the grand jury. And then the grand jury says, thumbs up or thumbs down.
1: And that just lets it go to trial.
0: Right. That means they can go ahead and file the charges. And
1: and if they give a thumbs down, no charges, go away, right. you're stupid. Got it. Thank you. I don't know if that's a thing in Canada. But again, it's complete ignorance. Like, I've never paid enough attention to any legal process to know either way.
0: Yep. So, very interesting, but, you know, it was nice. It was just your birthday, like, a week ago.
1: Apparently, Happy birthday. Apparently, I was born.
0: Happy birthday. Thanks. Um, What did we do for your birthday?
1: Well, back in July... <laughs> I made a joke because we had discussed the places to possibly move. Um, I made a joke that I wanted snow for my birthday and that, hey, maybe we should visit Denver in December. And when I said it the first time, I was a hundred percent joking, hundred percent. And then we talked about it. We were like, well, we can make it happen. It could be a cool idea. Right. And uh, that's what we did. We went to Denver. We left on the Friday Came back on the Monday night.
0: But isn't um, there a better reason than why we went there?
1: Did you even listen to what I said?
0: Probably didn't hear all of it.
1: I said we were considering moving there, and I wanted snow, so I made the joke. I missed that part. Let's go to Denver.
0: Yeah, I missed the part where you said we are considering moving there. So it's one of two places left on our list of three. We started with Flagstaff vegas and denver and now we only have vegas and denver
1: we've also discussed exploring a couple of other options but haven't figured out what those options are yet
0: exploring other places etc
1: well we might add a couple of other places to the list because after we've been to vegas before we've now been to denver neither of these places is a perfect 10 for either of us so it's worth looking at some other options
0: this news to me what are these other options
1: we talked about this on the plane no we're waiting for the plane that maybe we should look at some other places we didn't discuss what, what are some other should...
0: options because i can't think of any place that i would want to move other than those two places i definitely won't go to arizona period the end that entire state is wiped out new mexico Nah. texas Nah. so where are we going to go i mean based on I the don't criteria know. we of being said close we were going to here, discuss okay but based on the criteria being close to here i can't think of any place else where we could live well,
1: then i guess we're not going to discuss
0: i mean we don't want to go to oregon i don't want to go to washington where else is there that's that's what i'm trying to get at with you is where else is there you, you you cause problems in this situation because you throw things out there like that but you have no answer when i ask you well where that's because we
1: said we were going to discuss it and i have no answer to where as i've now said twice well,
0: i don't remember saying we were going to discuss it i remember saying we would go visit seattle but I'm I didn't aware. say. But I flat out told you I wouldn't live there. I remember. So, yep. I'm at a loss here. I don't know what you're talking about. Like I said, you, if you're going to make suggestions, need to have an answer to this. It's like going to somebody and saying, "I don't like how this is done." Okay, how should it be done better? I don't know. Then you're not helping the situation any.
1: I have no answer. None. We said we were going to talk about it. So, we're going to talk about it. Not right now.
0: Well, I don't remember saying we would talk about it, but whatever. That's I was fine. Pretty, You're allowed to know. All we've that. talked about is how we've got it narrowed down, places, narrowed down to two places, narrowed down to two places, narrowed down to two places. And then all of a sudden, while we're podcasting, you throw out at me that, oh, well, there's going to well, be other sorry, places. Sorry, I don't
1: remember it being all of a sudden because I know I made a comment about this while we were sitting in the airport, but sorry that you feel like it's all of a sudden.
0: I don't feel like it's all of a sudden. It is all of a sudden. Anyway. Anyway, tell them what we did when we were in Denver.
1: You go right ahead. I told them we went to Denver. You get to tell them what we did.
0: So, tell people what it is we did when we got to Denver.
1: Well, when we initially got there, we drove for like 100 years because the airport is nowhere near actual city of Denver.
0: But was that really the reason we drove for 100 years?
1: No, but it kind of seemed like 100 years because, okay, so you you land at LAX you're in los angeles you may have to drive for 100 years to get home but you're in los angeles you can see it with your eyes you land at the denver airport and you are in the middle of a fucking cornfield
0: basically but if i remember correctly when we got in our rental car and we typed in the address to our airbnb it was 20 miles away
1: yeah it was 20 miles and 30 minutes and we were like oh the traffic's gonna but suck but it took
0: nuts. more than an hour
1: it did it took it took more than an hour because there was construction and it was rush hour
0: yeah we landed at a fabulous four o'clock in the afternoon which is fine which is fine
1: i maybe wouldn't pick that again
0: but but here's what doesn't make sense to me here's what doesn't make sense to me as i think about it just now you made the point that the airport's out in the cornfields which it essentially is. It's out in the boonies. Like
1: there was nothing. Like when we drove, cows. when we
0: when we drove, it was dark by four o'clock. It was why was it dark at four o'clock there? By because the way, because that's
1: what happens when you're at a mile above sea level.
0: Got it. Okay, so it was dark. When We drove back to come home. It was not dark, and I noticed how it reminded me of the drive. To las vegas a little bit more interesting but it reminded me of the drive to las vegas there was nothing nothing on the road substantially more pot dispensaries once we touched the I mean, city though <laughs> i mean we got through the city we came out the other side there was a little bit of suburby stuff there and then it was nothing all the way out to the airport zip zilch nothing so why was there traffic going into the city
1: well Judging by the fact that it was the only traffic we encountered the entire time we were there, it had to be Friday night rush hour traffic through that nasty construction where they were ripping apart the freeway. But f- where were the people coming
0: from? Is what I'm asking. If the city is over there and we're heading towards the city, and literally, it was normal times. Ten minutes from our Airbnb, so let's say it took. 30 minutes from the city to get to our airbnb why did it take a half an hour to get from the airport to the city
1: because i think it's because like we've already said rush hours obviously when people are getting off work but all when we hit the outskirts of aurora it's all warehouses so that employs a lot of people
0: got it i think all the
1: people worked out there and then traffic backs up because of the construction
0: so then we get to the to the uh, finally you make it to the exit it's dark out Um, We didn't even notice there was a giant lake. On our way there, we, like, smell marijuana, like fresh marijuana. And there's because there's (laughs) a grow facility literally right on the side of the freeway, like this huge warehouse. It was enormous. And we get off the freeway and we make a left turn. And all of a sudden we notice. There's a
1: huge abandoned looking amusement park.
0: It was creepy. It was like it was like the kind of amusement park where.
1: Paris Hilton gets her head chopped Someone gets off? murdered. Like.
0: Like, it was so weird. And, and like, it's kind of neat, but we didn't think about the fact, well, it's, it's winter. I mean, we come from the land of, it's never really that cold round, and things just far. run all the time. Yeah. Um, and there they were, you know, this abandoned place. And then you come to find out that it's been there over a hundred years. It's actually a, po- it's actually a popular place. Yeah. Then we then we get to the main street. That's just where our like all the streets are numbered, going one direction, and they're named going the other direction. We get to the numbered street that we have to turn on, and right away there's a marijuana dispensary there. Then a second one. Then a third one. Like a huge one. They were everywhere. 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 And it's different than here. Like we legalized marijuana here, but they allow the cities to say yay or nay. Can have them, you can't have them. Over there, apparently they don't have that restriction.
1: And even the dispensaries here are very discreet like even the legal ones like that like that one that they're building by where tj maxx was and then they put the grocery outlet it's it doesn't look like a dispensary it looks like a doctor's office
0: yeah 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 but
1: these ones were like neon lights neon lit up huge ass pot leaves like they were so obvious it was just really really weird compared to here
0: it was it was it was, it was different. And I also have to say that I felt like, so, all right, you haven't done this, but I have. But like, when you go to back east, like to let's say as far as Washington DC, Pennsylvania, those places, the architecture of everything is so different than here. Um, And you understand that because the weather is way more harsh there than it is here. Right. So things are built a little bit differently. Like we've talked about how here we can have flat roofs over there. They can't really have flat roofs because they get so much snow that it would collapse the roofs. Well, in here everything has to be
1: earthquake friendly.
0: Right. and here it has to be earthquake friendly, etc. There was sort of weird because it was kind of a mixture of West Coast structures and East Coast structures. Like we saw places. That have flat roofs, and we both looked at each other and said, "Well, okay, we know they get snow here. Clearly, they get snow here, but clearly they don't get that much snow in this city because that roof right there would collapse."
1: Yeah, they either they have either have a heated roof and it's okay, which is super expensive that. and unreasonable.
0: I hadn't thought about that.
1: You do that places where you get like ice rain, but not actual snow, because then your roof doesn't freeze. Yeah. But not where you get actual. It was just weird. So I point, and,
0: I point that out because it was different enough to feel weird to me. Like, like, for instance, when we go to Las Vegas, um, some of the stores there are different than here. But other than that, like it's apartment buildings and houses and the houses look the same as they do here. And the apartment buildings look the same as they do here.
1: Well, you think about it. It's four hours to Las Vegas or 24 hours to Denver.
0: Well, I understand, but I'm just getting at the point that it was very, it was somewhat alien to me to be in that environment. It was really, I don't know, kind of different. Not in a bad way, just different.
1: I agree, but it wasn't all that different for me. It really looked like where I'm from there. Like the way that things are built and everything. And now that I've heard that the teeny little town in Canada I'm from is building a dispensary, I'm sure it really looked like
0: where I was from there. Yeah. It's just, uh, I don't know. I don't know that it's a bad thing. It was just different. Things are designed differently. Like the second day when we woke up in the morning, we decided we were up early i think As it was usual. partially partially it was the excitement too like because we were really up at like four in the morning and when there it was five in the morning you know so it was really a lot earlier than usual but we were up in the morning and we decided to go for breakfast and <laughs> we deci- we picked this you picked this breakfast place and we had no idea where it was turned out it was inside of the train station which was really in my opinion super cool
1: i agree and you, when you said it was inside the train station, I was like, oh, Jesus, we're going to end up in something that looks like downtown L.A. It's going to be awful, scary people. But it wasn't. It was just full of traveling people.
0: Yeah. I mean, it was it was interesting. and It was really pretty, pretty Christmas tree in there. The breakfast place was good. But what was cool was you come on this main highway, the same one that we took to the airport and back um, from the airport and then back to the airport. And then you veer off onto this other highway. Well, and as soon as you veer off onto this other highway, you get off in this one street. And that seems to be where, like, downtown proper begins, right? Which street? I don't remember what the name of it was. But it was that one where you'd come off, and then you'd turn off. And then right there was the Coors Field. Where the Rocky it was, like, display. Park or something like that. Yeah. And it was just interesting because, you know, there right away there's the baseball stadium. Right in the middle of the downtown.
1: Yeah. Baseball stadium. Right
0: there. it's really, really cool. Big old giant, 76 acres worth of land, baseball stadium. Kapow, in the middle of downtown. Super cool. And we, we enjoyed that. Then that day was when we went researching neighborhoods to move to.
1: We drove everywhere. Like, all around the city. We drove out to Red Rocks Amphitheater. It was super awesome. Like, three different people I've told about our trip have asked me if I saw a show there. And I was like, do you realize it was 20 degrees in Denver while we were there? And they're like, Oh, I guess you wouldn't want to go to an outdoor concert in twenty degree weather. Yeah. You, and yeah. I was like, there was just a bunch of lunatics running the stairs at the amphitheater and he's then like one guy I said said that to was like, Who <laughs> yeah,
0: it's a good use of it when it's closed. I mean it's it's like
1: I think he was more ewing at the idea of running stairs. Yeah. It's like
0: <laughs> It was interesting. We saw all sorts of different places. Everything was so close to one another.
1: We covered the entire city in five hours of total, total driving and exploring. And that's including the 45 minutes we killed sitting in that coffee shop waiting. <laughs> and the time we spent at Starbucks.
0: Yeah, I mean, we, we, we were in the city most of the time, actually. We did a lot of things in the city. Yes. But our exploration was in residential areas. And I think we found... a, a I think we're in agreement on where we would want to live if we lived there.
1: Do we want to live somewhere that has a small town feel, but all of the amenities of a city? Which I think we kind of found a couple of options for.
0: Yeah, I agree. And then now is the day that we had lunch with Ellen. Now is interesting. Yep. You know, I mean, it was a good time. The highlight
1: of that day was the fact that I had eggs Benedict twice. FYI, <laughs> that was like the cherry on top of my day.
0: <laughs> yeah, you, you were the ex-Benedict queen on this trip. Three you had times. three times.
1: I would have had it four, but the breakfast place you picked on the last day didn't have it. <laughs> Thank
0: God. Hey. <laughs> so then, tell them about the Sunday that we spent there. So...
1: While we were killing the 45 minutes waiting for our friend, um, you asked me what the heck are we going to do tomorrow because we'd already explored everything and we didn't quite anticipate being able to explore everything that quickly. So I got to looking stuff up and then you got some recommendations from Ellen. And so what we ended up doing on Sunday was it, they have like a mile and a quarter long outdoor mall And so we walked all along that, and there was like a cute little Christmas market in there. And so we walked through that.
0: The key to that, though, was that, first of all, Ellen told us it was a good thing to see, so I thought it would be kind of cool. But the key to that was that at the other end of this mall, one end is close to the train station that we had breakfast at. And where the Christmas market was. And the other end was right next to the State Capitol Building.
1: And the City Hall and all the other and building. we wanted
0: to see those we had talked about that the other day before so it was really interesting the way things were laid out and this mall was kind of cool because only buses police cars pedestrians and bicycles could go through it
1: it was so nice you could like walk across zigzag across the street all you want as long as you looked for a bus first
0: and then the only bus i said buses but the only buses were these special mall buses that stopped at every corner along the way it was super cool to take cool. you to where you wanted to go so like if it was really super cold out or snowing or raining or whatever, and you needed to get to a store over there, because there was, like, a Target along there. There like was Target um,
1: drugstores. Walgreens. All sorts there was all of sorts of stuff
0: there. Um, it's, like, you could just go. Okay, I know it's on the fifth stop. You could just go in and jump off, take the bus right back to where you came from. Parking wasn't horrendous down there. I was shocked by that. Um,
1: it was $18 to park. All day, think about prices in downtown LA where it's $20 to park for two well, hours.
0: Well, and it was quite the bustling little area. You know, like they had the the um, place where the basketball stadium and the hockey play.
1: And that um, little German market thing that smelled so freaking good. Right.
0: They had that. They had um, the little Christmassy area that you were talking about that we went through that seems to only be there around the holidays.
1: Every Sunday, um, apparently.
0: We got to see... The um, Colorado Supreme Court building was right at the end. The state capitol building, where their legislature meets, was right there. That was sort of neat to me. Um, then across the there was like this giant park in the middle that was like a circle, and across the other side was the county and city buildings.
1: And the park was full of homeless people.
0: Park was full of homeless people, but
1: not actually that many homeless. People. You know,
0: you know, we've talked about homeless on this show a lot. And I will say this, it's very interesting to me that we watched that police officer get out of his car, walk up to that homeless man who was sitting on the ground, and the homeless man right away was like, I know, I know, I know. And he was like, you can't sit here. There's benches over around the corner for you to sit on. You can't sit here. So he wasn't telling him you can't sit and rest. He was telling him this is not the appropriate place to sit and rest.
1: The only uncomfortable experience we had the entire time we were there. Taco Bell. Exactly. We needed to go to the bathroom, and now I understand why. But everywhere in that little mall—well, thi- not little—that giant, long-ass mall thing—wouldn't didn't have public bathrooms. And so we went into Taco Bell, and it said you could only use the bathrooms if you purchase something. So we bought like a small drink, and like the lady behind the counter begrudgingly, oh, unlocked the bathrooms for us. They were the dirtiest bathrooms I've ever been in. And like, then I'm coming out of the bathroom and you're still in there and I'm standing there waiting for you. And like, there's a dude sitting there brushing his teeth and like the little tiny girl behind the counter is trying to throw him out and he's being all indignant. And I'm like, sweet Jesus, please don't let this homeless dude assault the lady behind the counter. But then the angry little manager lady came out and was like, you out. Out calling police leave and he left so risk yeah, God, like, but seems it was like a little scary
0: seems like they're way less tolerant of the homeless there than we are here
1: well and i i would i would think that dude sitting there brushing his teeth would be not great for a food business
0: i certainly wouldn't want to eat my food watching a dude do that Uh uh-uh. no thanks so uh-uh. i kind
1: of get it but on the same note don't understand Again, don't understand places that don't have somewhere for these people to go. But then again, we don't know anything about Denver or if they have some place for these people to go.
0: But that was a pretty cool experience. And what I liked was you were trying to find things that were interesting for both of us to do. And so, like, was that the day that we went to? It is. It's the day we went to the aquarium. And that was a nice aquarium. It was small
1: you know what it was we were so tired we went through that whole mall thing we walked for three and a half hours then we went and had lunch Some i don't remember where we had left for lunch oh we had that we had the the pizza the yeah. new, york, new york i would never had new york style ever. pizza yeah it was your yeah. first time ever having new york style pizza and the funniest part was we go and we order and it was by the slice and then we paid and then i look at you and i'm like it was only 10.80 dollars 80 for us both to get a slice of pizza, a huge slice of pizza, bigger than my head slice of pizza and a drink. Yeah. So it's 540 each. That is a place you could eat lunch regularly.
0: <laughs> yeah, it was it was really good. I mean, I had like this pepperoni and sausage with garlic. It yeah. was so good.
1: And I had some kind of barbecue chicken. But then we went to the aquarium. And we were so tired. It's a good thing the aquarium was small. Because we were exhausted. And then you wanted to drive past Empire, M- Empire
0: St- well, hold on Stadium. Hold on a second. Hold on a second. That one thing that I found sort of weird about the aquarium was why did they have tigers? What the heck do tigers have to do with fish?
1: Well, I think they were trying to simulate the rainforest.
0: That was pretty bad. Tigers don't live in the rainforest, by the way. Those tigers, tigers live, live in a rainforest.
1: Tigers live in the desert. No,
0: they don't. Yes, they do. They live in Africa.
1: But Tigers live other places, too.
0: But long and short of it, the funny part about that, that that's why I kind of brought, rewound you a little bit. The funny part about that was, the, was at the end of the tour, like it wasn't a tour, but at the end of the aquarium, <laughs> you come out into this area and like when you first get there, they take your picture against a green screen. And then, of course, we were like, oh, they're going to rape us for the thing. And... We walk in, and there's like to the left of us is like this feeding pool with like they were eels, right? That were in there.
1: The manta rays. Manta rays.
0: Okay, that's what they were. Um, and we go up to the counter, and the guy's like, "Yeah, yeah it's gonna be thirty dollars for this, and thirty dollars for this, and thirty dollars." And we're looking at each other like, "Yep, they want to rape us. They want to take all our money." And he's like, "Yeah, and it's thirty-five dollars for the um little pa- paper frame." And I'm like. 35, imagine if it's $35 for the paper frame. What are they going to charge us for all this? Like $200? Like, holy hell. And what does the guy say? Yeah, it's $45 if you buy all the p- pictures and the p- picture frame, cardboard picture frame thing, and we throw in a free gift of this or this, which also displays your your photos. There's like a magnet thing and some other thing, like an ornament for the tree.
1: Yeah, we got a magnet photo frame that now has our cute little picture on the fridge. And we got this cardboard thing that has a big picture on either side. One where we look terrified and one where we look less. Well, you were laughing at me looking terrified. So that's pretty funny. But and the one where we were like apparently trying to smile nicely. And then we have at least six other photos. And they charge us a grand total of?
0: $45. $40. Not but, even 45 but that, forty. But that isn't even what made Plus me tax. laugh the most. Then after, <laughs> when we first came in, there was just the manta ray pool. Then after we <laughs> came into the manta ray pool, I turn around, and there's three mermaids standing there. And what made me laugh was that they were supposedly, like, taking pictures with people there. Like, that was the objective. And a man goes up there, and there's, like, three mermaids. There was, like, a... Brown-haired mermaid, a blonde-haired mermaid, and a second blonde-haired mermaid, I think, if I remember correctly. I don't remember that at all. And they were of varying shapes and sizes, these mermaids. And the furthest mermaid away from me was, like, wearing a top that was too small for her. And what was the man doing when he was taking the picture? Checking out mermaid boob. The man was checking. He was looking down her top. Like, if they snapped the photo right then and he's married, his wife is smacking the shit out of him for, like, what are you doing? You're looking down her shirt. You're not even looking straight ahead. Like, it was crazy. And then I'm, like, saying to myself, okay, so the little pool right here is for kids to feed these – manta rays and the instructions are freaking ridiculous take the fish put it between your fingers make sure you curl your thumb under make a fist hold it tight put it under the water how is a little kid gonna do all that
1: i really wanted to feed those manta rays
0: it was asinine
1: we were like i didn't want to stand there for 40 minutes waiting
0: but i give that aquarium credit because unlike a lot of places I've been where they just continually feed these creatures and feed them and feed them and feed them, where I feel like it gets to the point where it endangers their life because they're overeating, they had a schedule. You can't feed them until 2 o'clock. Sorry.
1: And they probably feed them for like half hour or yeah, so. and then they
0: stop. They cut you off. Yeah. And it's like. They were super cool, though. I don't. I, I, I just don't um, get the mermaid part because that's more of an adult thing than a kid thing to my way of thinking. I mean, I don't know. Mermaids are weird to me anyway. They kind of creep me out. And (laughs) People claim they're real. I've never seen a real mermaid. I've only seen fake mermaids like this. So whatever. Um, Kind of interesting. But Then we left there and I had a rather emotional experience at the Empower Stadium because, you know, I have been a Broncos fan since I was 12 years old. We are talking... 43 years I've been a Broncos fan. Now, during that time, we've won three Super Bowls. Go Broncos. Um, We have won two in a row. Um, I suffered through the good and the bad, but I never got to go, despite living in Denver, I never got to go to a Broncos game. And so it was sort of emotional for me to be at the stadium And, yeah, it was closed, you know. Uh Uh-huh. But it was neat to see the way it was set up. And um, the train station was right nearby. It was pretty large, you know, around there. Super clean. That surprised me. Not a lot of graffiti. I guess I'm just used to, like, here. There's graffiti everywhere. The football stadiums are in the middle of the scummiest areas because that's the cheapest land that they can buy it was just amazing but
1: this one it was out on the outskirts which i guess would be the cheapest land you could buy yeah it was pretty cool so So back there on sunday so we went to
0: the store we went back it was monday that we went back to go to the team store yeah because it was our last day there yeah but then this one over here knows i love baseball schedules us a tour Of Coors Field. And I got to tell you people, if you're in Denver and you even remotely like baseball. Go on the tour. You got to go on this tour. Pay
1: the $12. Go on the freaking tour. It was
0: so worth it. Like, it was an hour and a half long tour. It was super cool. And we saw everything.
1: I don't know if it was good because our tour guide was fabulous or if it was just really cool that it was a tour.
0: Probably both. I think it's a combination of both. But we got to see some cool stuff while we were in there. Like, really things you got to hear the history behind what happened like what they did with their suites and how they made some suites that were regular size for normal people and then ones that are bigger for parties
1: are you you like me when you're somewhere and hearing things like that thinking about how cool it would be to have like these 10 people get together and have like a little party in that room
0: well that's the thing though that i'm not sure if this is the case here or not but i always thought that for the suite that there was a number 40 let's say or 20 then it can fit and you had to buy 20 tickets
1: it might be that that the
0: suite cost 20 number of tickets times the dollar per ticket so if it's a hundred dollars a ticket and it's 20 tickets you know do the math it's two thousand dollars for the suite for the for the one game i always thought that was the case because because like the only time I've ever been in a suite was at a Lakers game, and it was for AT and T, and they they were trying to court me into buying their data stuff. What they didn't know is I'd already decided to buy it. But they were like, "Here, you know, to help the deal, we'll give you tickets to the Lakers in a suite," and like we were there with like fifteen other people. That I we didn't even know.
1: I a hundred percent don't believe those suites don't have a minimum, though.
0: Well, there has to be a minimum because there you have to put a staff, et cetera. So there has to be a break even point for them. But but let's say it's ten. You could get ten people together, right and it was like he said it was average like one hundred and twenty five dollars a ticket. But that included all the food you could eat, all the yeah. soft drinks you could drink. Like that's crazy. You could eat a thousand hot dogs, and it's still one hundred twenty five dollars a ticket.
1: Well, and you think about it. And if you could fi- if you could find like ten people who liked baseball as much as you, and like picked a really good game, they'd totally be worth it to pay one hundred twenty five dollars each. Because you get all the food. You get excellent seats to the game. It'd be cool. Well,
0: and I think... I really think that it does well for them. Because he made the point that even now, if you were to try to book for the coming upcoming season, which doesn't start until March. End of March, by the way. Yeah. That Most of them are already booked. That's crazy. But... Think about this. How cool would it be if you had the money, right? If you had a kid that loved baseball or played baseball or whatever, that was like birthday? their thing, to have like a birthday party there.
1: would be so My cool. My
0: gosh, it would be so amazing. And you know, when you think about it, you pay. Now, when I think this through, I've paid as much for like a bowling party with like pizza and drinks and it's limited
1: that's like fifty bucks a kid. Forty to
0: fifty dollars a kid for that stuff. Yeah. I can remember having to limit like Mitchell and Alyssa had a, a birthday party at the bowling alley that was at the I don't think it's there anymore, but it was at the um garden walk in um where we went to see with the House of Blues. There was okay? a bowling alley in there. And, Probably not the same one. And though. it was fifty dollars a person. We had to limit how many kids they could bring. But that included, you know, the pizza, drinks. Etc. Four hours of bowling. And, and, and you know, like it was actually only two hours of bowling, to tell you the truth. So imagine you get to take, say, let's say the minimum is 10. So you take 10 kids, you spend $1,250, but those kids can eat and eat and eat. They want popcorn, they can have popcorn. They want to have hot dogs, they can have hot dogs. They want right. ice cream, they can have ice cream. You just give them the menu and they give it to you. The only thing that was an extra charge was
1: alcohol, was which alcohol, little kids which aren't going to totally drink. totally makes sense. So.
0: so what a great, What a great thing for a kid to be able to do. And what I also thought was sort of cool about, I think I really feel like the Rockies are really into giving the fans an experience. Because, like, he talked about the restaurant. Remember, he showed us that cool restaurant. And they have two seatings in this restaurant. One is before the game, and one is right at first pitch. And they kick you out if you're there for the before the game one, and you get to stay there if you're after the first pitch one. And he told us a way to get in for, like, five bucks. For Two of us and stay there and eat five dollars and then stay there and Plus eat dinner, the cost of so dinner. yeah. Like, if it cost you, let's say dinner cost you expensive 50 bucks, you just spend $55 for a nice exclusive seat to a baseball game, like a comfy like, seat, like there's nothing wrong with that. Added. And and so, like, my thought process here is that, like, for 10 people to be able to go to a game, have access to food, be in a suite where it's private to themselves, and the best part about it was if you, I don't know if you noticed this, but outside the door. There were, like, four rows of seats that you could sit in and watch the game. Yeah. You didn't have to just be inside the oh, and suite suites, area. Yeah, I mean, it was really – I don't know. And I think they, they want this fan experience because, like, did you notice, like, they had that area where there was the home plate on the inside? And he explained it's because people want to get married and sometimes the weather's not – Cooperating, yeah. So they move them indoors. And then the part I really liked was that whole Wells Fargo pavilion area where Wells Fargo obviously sponsors it to have their name on there. Makes you want to and be then, a Wells Fargo customer. And then it's like $85 a ticket. But if you're a Wells Fargo debit or credit card holder, you get two tickets for the price of one.
1: Makes you want to have a Wells Fargo account.
0: And those seats, by the way, were just up the first baseline. line from home, home base, like just outside the batter's box. Like it was right, right, right there. And it was, those are great seats. I would love to sit there. Then he was telling the story about the $280 seats where you have to buy minimum four. of four. Um, it's just really, they came up with these like fan experience ideas. And he mentioned that they're the only stadium that you can actually walk the whole concourse. All the way around, and I think that's an amazing statistic that they're the only stadium where you can walk all the way around um, and watch the game the entire way. No, and it's true. Really like, do you remember? You remember when we were at Dodger Stadium and we were trying to blocks. find a shady space? There's places where you just can't see.
1: Yeah. And like, if you were there and it was a really hot day, you go all the way up right under that roof. There's like a completely shaded area where you can stand and lean on the railings. I think that'd be the perfect spot to watch a game from.
0: And then and then um you know he mentioned that it's the third oldest stadium in the national league that's kind of shocking
1: it's a cool stadium it's like all brick and like it looks like an old railway railway building super cool
0: then we got to go into the visitors um locker room that was neat and then we got to go into the visitors dugout
1: and he told you that funny water fountain story
0: yes Apparently, Yasiel Puig beat the crap out of a water fountain with a baseball bat because of some mistake that he made. Interesting. I mean. But it was a neat, it was a really, really cool trip. That was a very, 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 very cool trip. And after
1: there. we went to the baseball, then we went to the airport and flew home, and I left my phone in the lift. And that's just how a nice way to end a trip, right?
0: And I got a Noah Fant Denver Broncos jersey for 99 bucks. Yeah, not bad. That was a good deal. Trust me, I'll be wearing that on Sunday.
1: You do that, all right? We're going. We're not going to a Broncos game.
0: So what? <laughs> I'm all not right. a St. Louis Cardinals fan, and I'm not really a Rams fan. So you're
1: just gonna wear football?
0: I'm just gonna wear football. Well,
1: that's what hockey people do, so it seems reasonable.
0: Nothing wrong with that. I could wear my XFL hat, my XFL gear.
1: Eh. That would get me sport. laughed at, probably.
0: It's yeah. not the wrong well, sport.
1: Wrong league
0: dingus wrong sport but yes she left her phone and the lift and that is going to be a different episode that we're going to talk about because it was interesting how we actually got it back um, but yes i kind of gave away the story we did get it back but we're not going to talk about how but we were very crafty and how we got it back i will say that so yeah good trip bad trip highlights of the trip for you what was excellent it excellent trip highlight of the trip for you Hi. Uh, yeah it's hard to pick isn't it
1: i can't pick the whole thing was excellent it's it's the most fun i've had on my birthday in a long time
0: since disneyland
1: it was better than disneyland
0: yeah because it was an all-weekend thing
1: yeah but disneyland is probably second and then before that well before that probably involved a lot of alcohol dancing with a bunch of people that are dumb (laughs)
0: <laughs> well I think that it was a great time and I too have a hard time picking my favorite part I mean everything was great to me I loved I loved walking that mall with you and we spent time talking and going in and out of stores and that's one thing about us when we go places we're really easy going if you want to see something I don't complain we just go if I want to see something you don't complain we just go and that's what makes those kind of vacations work for us. And it's like we were talking about going to Vegas and bringing Mitch, and he's the same way. He's so easy going. Oh, you want to go you want to go to this place that I don't really want to go to? No problem.
1: Well, it's like we're slightly we're slightly modifying our plans for Vegas just so that it's more enjoyable for all of us.
0: Yeah, agreed. And
1: I think it's going to be great. There's a demon attacking the carpet. I, I swear, I need to go kill 17 cats.
0: So, <laughs> that was our trip to Denver. We had a great time. It was Toria's birthday weekend. She seemed to enjoy herself. And that's where we were.
1: And with that, good night, everyone.
0: Ah Stella bye-bye, Denver. Thank you for listening to The Nightly Rant.
1: If you enjoyed the show, please give us a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts or Google Play.
0: If you didn't enjoy the show... Please just ignore that previous request for a rating.
1: This has been a Yogi's Podcast Network production.